Man to Man 360 starts in 3, 2, 1. You've tuned in to Man to Man 360, the show for men by men dealing with all subjects. The twist here is we come from a biblical worldview to encourage and empower men to make it in life through the power of Jesus Christ. Chopping it up, chopping it up, chopping it up. Men talking about everything you're talking about. Sometimes it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. and sometimes it's heated. This is Man to Man 360. Hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Man to Man 360. I'm your host, Daryl Anderson, and here at the Podcast Summit here in Miami, Florida, I have a special, special guest. Uh, her name is Nan Nat. Uh, could you introduce yourself to my audience? Yes. Hello, everybody. I am Nat Martin. I am a transformation coach and professional speaker. Okay. And what's the name of your podcast? Resilient Talks. Okay. And why is it called Resilient Talks? Well, I have a saying, life is going to life. It's not if, but when. And so everyone has resiliency and everyone activates their resiliency. They just don't know it. So I highlight people telling their resiliency story. Okay. Okay. Now, I know I know what you're asking. <laughs> this is Man to Man 360, and you have this woman on your podcast. Well, hold on now. Because resiliency is something that everybody has to deal with, especially men and especially the young men that we speak to. Um, and, and I know when we uh, met a little earlier tonight, you talked about the age group or the guys that you uh, sort of um, want to be able to speak to or something like that. Can you describe with, that? Oh, or you work with? I coached everything. Yeah. So what was that age group? Uh, 17, 39, but even younger. Uh, 17, 39 was the demographics yep. of the age group that I can hire. Yep. However, I will probably start speaking to them about 14, 13, okay. 14. Okay. Okay. So, so she's qualified to have this conversation, yes. all right? And so when we talk about resiliency, what, what, first of all, I'm going to dumb it down because I'm, I'm going to go down to the lowest common denominator. What does resiliency mean? Resiliency means your ability to overcome any adversity or obstacle. Okay. Okay. And so uh, there's a lot of obstacles that we all obviously go through, and we talk about this a lot on the show in different, different uh, areas, but especially uh, young uh, black men, and the things that they may be going through, um, they're going to need resiliency, not excuses, but resiliency. And this is, a, is the perfect topic because everybody, I don't care how successful you are, whether you have a degree or none, whether you're married or single, or, or depending on the age groups and whatnot, you're going to go through something. We just want to make sure that, like our, 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 our motto in our show is, um, is that we expect men, we, we, we want to encourage and empower men to make it in life through the power of Jesus Christ. But that's called resiliency. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Um, let's, so let's, so the, the, the age group that I, I mostly speak to on this show and out in public is in that 28 to about maybe 20, uh, 38 age, age rate. Um, um, and there's so much that happens in that age group, you know, they're now in the working, um, 
if they're not married yet, they're probably not, usually in that age group, not quite, for the most majority nowadays, uh, but they are in relationships and they may have been booted out of some bad relationships, they, they left some relationships or they got, you know, some bad things happened with that and they have to split or whatever. Let's talk about, um, from that perspective, um, how, because um, I'm sure when you're with these guys, you have to deal with those guys in at that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um Let's talk to that. Talk to that a little bit. Well, um, tell me how I interact with them and how. Yeah, just how, how because well, so, everyday life gonna happen even that. Oh yeah, life's gonna life. That's my saying. Life's gonna life. One of the key things is um, with my background. So I am twenty year military retiree, and so with my field of work, one about eleven years in my field of work, I was a recruiter manager. So I not only went and had to deal with new applicants joining the United States Air Force, but I also had to. Uh, supervise and lead my team who was also can be in those same age groups and then it's like now I'm putting in the age group but then I'm also developing developing them into leaders as well so it's two perspectives from watching a military mindset Mm -hmm. to also cultivating them from a civilian mindset into Mm. a military mindset well now that I didn't know this part before so (laughs) so so I want to dive into this if you don't mind um so are, are so are you still coaching them after they've been in the military for a little while well, yeah, see, in the military, a lot of people don't understand when you become a supervisor and become a leader in the military, it's a part of your responsibility. So one of the key things is that I develop leaders, and now I'm developing leaders in the civilian sector because we don't just, it's not a job. So when someone go get a job, they go to work, they go home. In the military, if someone is, if they say I'm a supervisor or a manager mm-hmm. or a leader, yeah. guess what? If that young man... Um, so if that young man go home and he's having uh, financial problems, mm-hmm. he's having family problems, yep. guess who has to deal with it? If he gets in trouble with the law, they right. call the supervisor. Gotcha. And so we picking people up from jail. Gotcha, we at gotcha. the hospital with your family. Okay. We, we're, it's a whole person concept is what we um, model ourselves after. Okay. So I can't have you focused on the mission if you're not focused on the mission. Gotcha. So, yeah, we do it all perfect person to have this conversation <laughs> I'm just backing that up even more so yeah. so so the reason I asked if, if they're already in the military and you're dealing with them so is there a possibility that there's some of the I, w- I don't want to diagnose a PS where they go PSD but but there's some traumatic things that they uh-huh. probably have dealt with uh-huh. at, at this point and now uh, do you have to deal with that at all we have to deal with it before they come in. So, again, it's traumatic True. to just live in America. True. To be unfortunate, True. 2020 was very dramatic for True. all Americans. Um, so, when we, when civilians come in, initial applicants come into the military, we are first grooming them to make a transition of their lifetime. It's a transformation that they will forever be changed from, whether they do four years, six years, or they do a complete 20 years. Now, as they get into the military, depending on their job, depending on the location that they go to, it's going to shift their mindset. So as they start to grow, so we have like when they first come in, we have a thing called OJT, on the job training. They come in. I'm baby stepping you. Gotcha. So this is how we develop them. Because you came in, we're not going to just put you out and say, okay, figure that out. Right. No, we have to make sure you get on the job training. But that's for the job. But we're also 
training you how to be a leader. Yep. So they're getting on the job training, like, I need you to give a little responsibility. Let's see how they handle that. Maturity's not there yet. Yeah. And most of the time, they might mess up. Yep. But that's a learning moment. And I always tell people, you can't get mad and reactive. It's a learning moment. Life, money is on the line when it comes to becoming a leader in the military. Yep. And so how we actually cultivate that and groom them, it's very um, ideal because someone someone had told me, I think they was 20, and they were like, man, this is too much responsibility. And it was a guy. It was a guy. He's like, this is too much responsibility. I'm just 20. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, wow. So you just 20? Just 20. I'm just 20. I said, man, when I was just 20, I was in Iraq. I was in Baghdad, it was real bombs over Baghdad. Yeah. I was living in Italy, so I lived in another country, but I was just 20. So I was like, you just 20? Yeah. Or let's shift the mindset. And he was basically he was mad at his parents because they were trying to make him responsible. Right. And I was like, yeah, just 20 could be just 20 different for different perspectives yeah. of both. So. Mm. Good stuff because um, you're right. So there is an immaturity. Um, I, 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 I think personally there's some reasons for that. It's funny because I was just uh, reading a post, a, a Facebook post by a buddy of mine, literally 24 hours ago. And, he's, and, and the post said, um, it was something like, um, why is it that when my dad was 13, now his dad has passed away, but his dad would have been like in his 90s at this point. When my dad was 13, he was considered a man, but today, you know, and so there was a long debate and all that, but I got it. I got it, right? Uh, there was a time when so much more was given to, um, to, to young men, even at 13. And some people say, well, that's too young to be, well, no, rites of passage. Like, um, whether it be if you're Jewish or uh, I think the, the, the bath mitzvah, I think they call it, whatever, is where it, it's not that you are a man, but it's that you, you've now been given the, the keys to become and the tools to, to, to have uh, things um, uh, given to you to act like a man or to uh, be responsible for things. And so you would never say that I'm only 20. Because you're, you're probably driving a tractor at, th- at 13, right? <laughs> I mean, even with each generation, because again, my son is 16. Yeah. And so some things he want to do, I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, Mom, you were 16. You had already left home. And I did. I was living in a whole nother state, going to high school in yeah. another state with no family. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but. And he's yeah. like, and my dad told me. And I'm like, all right, let's look at the yeah. risk factors. Let's yeah. just do a risk assessment because you're my only. And right, I gotta right, make sure. right. But I was like, you know what? You're right. So yeah. some things that he wants to do, I educate him. Yeah. I always have the safety talk yeah. because I am raising a young black king. Right. And so it's like, I need you to understand the safety talk yeah. because there's mechanisms in place in me yeah. because of the environment I grew up in. Right. You grew up in a different environment, so some of them same common mechanisms, they don't kick in. And so I'm like, I need to make sure you understand the safety, and then I let him explore and get his independence. And honestly, it's shocking. So it's like, if you are between that age, that age group, 
you have to seek out if, if you if you don't know what you're doing seek out the help seek out the resources but don't be afraid to take responsibility right. because you're not going to really know what you can do nope. until you have to do it that's right so. no that's good because that's that's exactly it and and so even on our show one of the things that we, we say is that you know especially if, if it's a single mom situation whatever mom is going to raise you but what we always say is that there's certain things that, you know, a guy's going to say it's going to be different because we're going to expect you to be able to take certain weights and, and t- 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 take certain risks uh, that might be um, not necessarily dangerous risk per se, but um, you're going to have to take those risks. You're going to have to fail. You're going to have to make those mistakes. Just get it out the system. Um, and, and so uh, if you're in that, that range, if you are 13, <laughs> uh, you know, somebody's got to do it. Right. And at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about. Somebody's got to do it. And, and you, you, you understand the risk, like you said, the risk assessment. Mm-hmm. But once you understand how to use certain things and how to do certain things and, and walk in the confidence of what you've learned so far, go ahead and do it. Right. Take the risk. Yeah, you might mess it up, but as long as you know no one's going to die as a result of it. <laughs> yeah, right. No loss of life. No loss of life. <laughs> um, then do it. Right. And, and, and take that risk. And then, be able, and then you will feel very good at the end uh, especially as a young man uh, that man I did that what more can I do because what you've done you've just stretched stretched yourself you stretch yourself in a- resiliency it's the rubber band it's the law of go. the rubber band you want to if you take a rubber band right now and you was to pull it That's just it. to be stretched it's going to bounce back it's not going to pop it's no. not going to break you are the rubber band and I want you to stretch yourself so that you can just come back to form and now every time you stretch that's yeah that is your resiliency muscle and that's what i teach we brought it right back that was that was smooth so um so so let's so let's go back go back and talk about the podcast and and what you do and everything else and 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 let's bring this back home and and how first of all let's also talk about how people can contact you uh as far as uh from the from what you do, the business and the podcast and everything else. Good. So on all social media platforms, it's I am Nat Martin. I am Nat N-A-T Martin M-A-R-T-I-N. And then you can go ahead and get the Resilient Talk podcast on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, but that's how you can contact me. I'm on every social media platform. So you type in Nat Martin. I am Nat Martin. She's gonna pop up. She's everywhere. Yep. This is good. This is good. Hey, listen, that's, this has been a great episode uh, for Man to Man 360. And yeah, she's, she's a woman. But, you know, but what she shared today, today was were, were golden nuggets, major nuggets. Um, and I, I didn't even, I, we, we didn't even talk too much about this before the recording. And this was huge. So, ladies and gentlemen, well, especially guys, Keyshawn, if you listen, <laughs> check this out. And this is great stuff. Thank you. I appreciate you. No problem. All right. This episode of Man to Man 360 is a wrap, but you can check us out next week wherever you get your podcast and listen on demand to earlier or exclusive content. Visit us at mantoman360.com. That's man, the number two, man360.com. Then tune in live every Thursday at 8 p.m., Saturday, 8 a.m., and Tuesday at noon at rspirit.online. This is an Ambassador Media Group production.